welcome back to Quarter Life Crisis Podcast. This is your host, Junia Albertson. Hey, hey, I'm Madison McHale. Happy Wednesday. This is our ninth episode, and we're giving you a little bit of a life update today, I think. Yeah, we're just keeping it chill. Uh, we figure we had a couple of guests since our last solo episode, so... We just kind of wanted to talk, save the girl talk for here, show you guys what we have learned this past couple of days, weeks, month. (laughs) Oh yeah, lots of exciting things. I feel like I've been traveling nonstop, like on the go. You watched my dog child, thank you, for a weekend. Um, He loves me. Yeah, I've been on the go. I feel like, I mean, you were in Nashville and then... You worked last week, and then you basically were just at the house watching Wilson, right? Yeah, I was sick, so oh, I was yeah, non-existent. Right. I just get like, I got my energy back probably, like, Sunday. Like, Saturday afternoon, I was starting to feel better. My friend Esther, like, she gave me some, like, she sent me some teas and some medicine, and honestly, I Helped. will forever drink those teas, because they're, like, they literally make me feel better. After I... taking it for two days, I was just, like, back to, like, Okay, I feel my energy coming back. I feel better. Yeah, well, I saw that. I saw you post that. I was like, oh, that was so nice of her to do that for you. What? Wait, what kind of teas were they? Because um, I need to get some. Cause they're I, from Target. I'm sick all the time. They're from Target. I, I will send a photo of that to you, but I can't remember the name. Share the link with me. Um, but they were pretty good. They actually really, really helped. So I'll give it to her. And she literally, she just told me, hey, um, something's gonna get delivered at your house at 3 p.m and i was just like it's a drugs like it i don't know. mean anything <laughs> i was just like why technically yeah it was drugs yeah and shout then, out to esther she's great we love her i hope she's doing well um it's been a little bit since we've seen her she came down here and we went out and had some fun had a good time yes danced the night away at the you're all good castiglia oh good old castig so fredericksburg this thing half like I was at like a big nightlife area like there's like four spots that everybody go to and it's funny because this is like an Italian restaurant (laughs) like a full-on Italian restaurant yeah it's an actual restaurant to dinner with your family and at 10 p.m they just like move all the tables and it turns into a dance floor I know well we waited sorry Wilson's like panting roll out on the camera but um yeah we thought it was gonna be 10 30 that night and it didn't start until 11 and but basically they just turn all the more time for us to get a little more liquid courage in us and then there's just a couple other bars but there's nothing fancy down here which i feel like sometimes make it hard to go it makes it hard to go out no but you know what honestly the the i feel like the older yeah i feel like the older i get like i've done the arlington dc bars and i cannot i i cannot stand that bar scene up there one that's for more of like like college kids yes single people like if you're just wanting to go out like you know with like now our age now if you're just wanting to go out now i think castiglias and places like that are so much better just kind of more low-key and more local i would say i that's just me i feel like i don't know i don't know i i don't know what i like yet because i don't like the dc vibe either like it's too much it's probably because I live far too from it, like too probably. far for me to go get a blaster and then come back home in the same night. And mm-hmm. I love to sleep in my bed <laughs> yep. after. Um, but I still don't like love like 
the choices I have in Fredericksburg either. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like, okay, my favorite part, but I will say I do like the, like the small town vibe a little bit more. Oh, yeah. And I do believe that, like, well, at 2 p.m. it closes everything, so it's, like, a good, like, 10 to 2, like, mm-hmm. little rundown. It's nothing crazy, because, like, whoever's staying out, like, at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., like, how? I, I don't know, because at this point in life right now, like, my body couldn't ha- like my body can't handle that i just or you just went to a bachelorette yeah well that's what i'm getting to right now like i just went to a bachelorette party this past weekend to celebrate um one of my best one of my best friends from college she's getting married coming up here in may and like we we literally went hard like i did not think that we were going to i know i was watching snapchat <laughs> I, I was just like oh god shot 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 it's oh like god. the song <laughs> I was I was literally sending I, I think I filmed one a good bit of it because when I'm, you know, drinking, I I tend to be one of those people that like likes to get out your camera and film shit. I like to FaceTime. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you do love the FaceTime. See, I don't cuz I can't hear the people. So anyways, um I like filmed a good bit of this weekend so I feel so bad for you I was sending shit to Matt I was sending stuff to my mom like I was literally just snapping like three or four people Um, I think I I think I was snapping my friend Callie too or oh no Janelle my friend Janelle but Janelle Um, was getting fucked up yeah Janelle was getting fucked up too (laughs) when isn't Janelle you know um but okay so where I was going with that is we went hard and like I knew we were gonna have fun but I like, my body can't do that anymore, I've come to realize. Like, my knees kill from dropping it low on the dance floor. Like, they ache. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just feel like a crusty crab. It's probably crab. the heels, though. No, why wasn't it? I was in boots. Like, oh, boot heels. But, yeah, but they still have a heel. And then walking and making sure, like, you're in a yeah, new place. I feel yeah. like you're excited. You're going to realize how much you walked, actually. Yeah, we do. I mean, we walk quite a bit, but yeah, just the more, the older I get, the more I realize, like, I, my body just can't do that like I used to be you able see, to do that. That's how I felt in Nashville, because the first night we went out really hard, and like, actually, I came back from Nashville, and I'm doing no drinking for a whole month. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to do three months, but for now, like, I'm sticking small goals to yeah. reach a bigger goal. That's so fine. I'm just saying, like, one month of not drinking, because... I went so hard, like, especially I don't drink tequila, and then Tom's friends were buying me tequila shots, because they just loosened me up really quickly, like, you get to see a whole different side of me with one shot. Oh, I've seen it. tequila. I've seen it. So I'm like, I can't do tequila, but I was doing it, and then I tried to make friends. You try to make friends when you're sober, what do you mean? No, but, like, really, I'll be like, two girls, I'm like, you're so pretty, let's dance together, and then I'm gone. I hate you. And then I'm gone, and then, like... I hate that. If I don't know you, don't talk to me. Everybody likes to talk to me, and they, like, admit me into their group, and then I just get more drinks. Like, that's what I do when I'm drinking, like, really bad, and I don't even realize that I literally just approach other groups, and they just take me in. Not once have have I gotten rejected. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, well, as long as you're not those annoying girls that are like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, you're, you know, thinking that you're their best friend after a couple drinks. I'm just like, please, I usually move move on, but but I still, like, I still got, I got so many free shots from different groups because they all love me. Yeah. And then our friends that were with us, they were like, you're so hard to keep track of. And I'm mm-hmm. like, because mm-hmm. I'll be we like, bye. 
Peace out. Peace out. I'm going to find different friends. <laughs> Jeez. That's kind of scary because I would want to lose you. But, um. No, I come back. I, she always comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. So I, I, to make it worse, I drove five hours, Ugh. um, on Sunday back down here to, to Fredericksburg, Virginia, because the, the party was up in Pennsylvania and like near where I went to college. But I got back and I did kind of like my Sunday routine, did my skincare, like I was just laying here and I'm like, this honestly, like I had a bunch of fun over this weekend, like it was a blast, it really was, but like just doing like, you know, your skincare routine and eating like a healthy dinner, I'm like, this gives me more of a high than like going out and like partying like that anymore. I don't know, maybe it's just the age. (laughs) It's my quarter life crisis. Honestly, no, I feel you. It feels so much better to get on your sheets to like, yeah. oh my God, when you just wash your comforter or Ugh. your sheets and you lay on it, is that you become an old because I like love that feeling. Oh, it's the best. I literally love that. I will leave my comforter on the dryer for like five minutes longer mm-hmm. while I shower and change and do everything. Like, I don't know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I will get it so it's still warm, and then I will put it on with the sheets and, like, lay. Oh, that's the best. It's so good, but I feel like it's just us enjoying And, you know, there's people our age that still enjoy going out. That's fine. You I mean, can have a balance. There's still, like, um, times that I, I didn't have much of a party face in college, so I still, like, enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Tom might not. Tom is more, like, I'm going to bed at 10 p.m. because yeah. his time is come and gone. Right, right. He's an old man. <laughs> He's more of day drinking. He also, I was going to say, he also works a job where he has to be up at the crack of dawn. Sometimes. But. Not every single day, but yeah. yes. I don't know. I feel like it would also be different if you were in a different, um, like, location. if you did. Yeah, different location one, or like, let's say you didn't have a significant other, or, you know, like, I feel like it'd probably, be... Probably. Probably I would be a little bit more wild. Oh, I... Yeah, definitely. If I, if I wasn't married, 100%. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. You know, it's it's true. I, like, laugh at Abby because... Abby? Like, Abby? Just, yeah. It's my spirit. I live my stories through her. Yeah. I'm like, what did you do this weekend? Yeah. Well, we love Abby. So, for those of you that don't know, Abby's my roommate. She just cracks me up. Like, she has, like, no... Like, she'll... She likes to go out and drink and do all that, but she's perfectly content with just chilling here and being here. And I'm like, don't you want to, you know, go go, go find a, a man? <laughs> like, get out there and get you get you a man. And she's like, mm, no. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Well, it's funny because she's not interested in that right now. We no, were just talking not. about it the other day, how, you know, there's some phase in your life where you're just content by yourself and you're just not willing to put effort into relationships like she will meet guys that are interested in her and they will get her number and then they will text her and then she would never reply yeah and, and she th- knows because she knows herself she knows that if it's just if it means really nothing she could probably get attached and they might not be that way but i'm like too but i kind of do have to tr- i also the- feel like she's just in that face like she's not willing to put the effort so then yeah. she's just not gonna do it like she's just happy by herself right now and just doing her own thing not caring about anybody else and i like, think it's great good for her like i'm like it's awesome yes abby so go. content <laughs> but um another thing that i've been doing is like i've been putting my phone type of way on sundays like yeah you do do that i've been like just not 
like either if it's like not an emergency or like nothing crazy not answering or not looking at Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat like on Sundays it's just my new thing and I honestly think it makes me feel recharged by Monday it's honestly a day off it's a great thing to do plus you can just spend time with Tom just do something like for yourself but I was wondering too because I texted you you know because you dropped Wilson off I hadn't even seen you yesterday I texted Junie and you know thanked her for watching Wilson this weekend while I was up partying my booty off um and you didn't respond and I was like okay this bitch didn't respond to me (laughs) And then I was like, oh, that's right. She's doing her little Sunday, no no uh, social media. Yeah. And I mean, like, I will... No rep- phone at all, actually. I will reply, and, like, obviously, I do have my phone, but, like, I will reply if, like, it's something... Like, when you texted me first, like, hey, like, I can pick up Wilson, like, I replied to you. But I... Oh, that's right. That's um, true. But I do realize that I need to set this boundaries of just having a day to myself. And it's not, like putting anybody away but like sometimes I feel like as persons we put everybody first Mm -hmm. and like make sure to fulfill everybody else's needs and we don't take like sometimes for ourselves and for our own health yeah and I wanted just kind of like an experiment to see what it will make me feel and honestly I look forward to Sundays to have like unplugged time and just like have time with myself and just I got so much done um got like cooked a nice meal I had to pick up Tom at the airport and then came back home so it was like really nice and also I have come to find out something um you know when you don't answer somebody for because you're busy or just because you don't have the energy or something you feel like you need to apologize like hey sorry I was doing this Mm -hmm. like you don't need to apologize like I'm like People need to start realizing that, like, you don't need to apologize. They, that's not your job. They're not paying you. You don't no. owe them anything. Like, if you didn't need a reply, you didn't reply. Right. Just be like, I honestly started doing that thing because I realized I would be like, oh, I'm sorry I was cooking. Or I'm sorry I was mm-hmm. this. Like, you need to reply, like, as soon as that text message hits your phone. Well, and that's also the thing, too. You know, so many people have their phones on them constantly at all times of the day. So when someone doesn't respond to you for an hour, two hours, three hours, like me, like I kind of go into panic mode. I'm like, are they okay? Like, did something happen? Or, you know, I I don't know. Like, I hate that you think that too. It's like the person might just be taking a breather from their phone or they might be doing something. And, you know, we automatically just assume that everybody should be responding. Oh, I have right then and there friends that are like are you mad at me yeah yeah that's that's so i mean i never i never think that but that's i can see that people are like are you mad at me like you haven't answered me all day it's 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 more so though with people that i know have their phones on them and then if they don't respond i'm like did i do something (laughs) like Like you start going back through the day like um I'm, like, trying to calculate everything. Like, all right, I said this on November 2nd at 2.32 p.m. in the afternoon. Come on me, why? (laughs) (laughs) No, but honestly, like, um, that happened with one of my close friends. I realized that she was, like, like, every single time. She's really busy. She has kids. And every single time, like, she will reply to me. She would apologize. And I was just, like, 
Stop I stopped her and I was like, stop apologizing. I know you're busy. I have days that I'm busy. And honestly, there's says I'm not busy, but I mm-hmm. don't have the energy to have a whole conversation with her. And I yeah. told her that, like, I want to pay, I want to give you the respect to have a full on conversation where I pay my full attention and give you my full energy. And if I yep. don't have it, I'm just not going to have it right. anymore. Like, I'm not going to do that to myself. Um, and to you, as a sign of respect, if I'm not going to pay attention to you, then why am I having a conversation with you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I have come to learn in this few months that, and I told her, I was like, don't apologize. We all have different priorities. We all have shit to do. Like, it's not like I'm the only person you know that you yeah. have to talk to. So it's okay to reply to me late. It's okay to reply to me a week later. Yeah, that's fine. I don't fine. need an apology. You you uh, can say, hey, like, I've been doing, like, it's been s- such a busy week, but what's up? Like, it doesn't have to be like, I'm sorry. You can be like... Right. My, my, I, I feel like I have a lot of friends that I am in contact with, but I know that if I wasn't in contact with them and then, like, we met up again, like, yeah. it'd still be the same. Like, it yeah. wouldn't be any different. Um, but I do have my childhood best friend, um, still, still one of my best friends from home. Her and I like rarely text. We'll text here and there. Like we'll give life updates, you know, here and there. Um, and then I try and see her every time that I do go home, like for, you know, whether it's over Christmas or just, you know, whenever, just going home to visit my family. But the thing is like, we don't talk every day. We don't even talk every week. There's sometimes where it's been like a month where we don't even text, but yeah. we could still meet up with each other and everything is completely normal, completely fine. I do the same thing with like my childhood best friend, like her and I, we don't talk exactly every single day. When we do talk, it's like really good conversations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she lives in a whole different country. So oh yeah, um, it's different too. And we both have her, you know what, like talking about best friends, what comes to my head in what moment in society I feel like society sees the bad is like you have one best friend only like when yeah. did it's just one yeah like do you feel like girls are like this is my best friend and everybody else is your friend like you and you feel kind of guilty if you say like oh my best friend you have to explain that it's your best friend from home or your best friend from college or your I know. best friend but and I, I know and I know it's normal to some sort of way right now but why when was there ever a rule that you could only have one? <laughs> uh, there, that's not a rule for me. I mean, like I, I consider you one of my one of my best friends. Or no, but let me like back that up. I consider do. you a best friend of mine, but I also have other best friends. Yeah, like, like and it's that's not like just completely fine. Yeah, it's not one title. It's just like I mean, yeah. There's many people that have different spouses. Just kidding. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Well, I always say to you know like. For my wedding someday, hoping that I get married. No, that's the thing. I I have a ton of of really, really good friends that I would consider some of my best friends. But they're all from different, like they're not, we're not all one group. I have a friend that lives here. I have a friend that I met through here. I have a friend that, you know, that I met in college. I I'm always I always say like my wedding day is gonna be so easy because my maid of honor is going to be my sister obviously and I'm just gonna have that and everybody else can just come to the wedding so Honestly. like 
one, like, then I'm not spending that extra money. Not, not that it comes down to money, but, like, it just makes it easier. Like, just come to the wedding, share my special day with me in the future, and I'll have a hell of a time at our bachelorette party. My, Honestly, my bachelorette party. I'm sure, like, your friends will all, like, make sure you have, like, a great bachelorette party and honestly that's so much easier if i could go back yeah we'll definitely and honestly say that i would have a different experience with that too yeah um because there's people that there's girls that are just there for a moment and then they're gone but then you have really really good friends actually it's funny because one of my really good friends had a conversation for somebody when you from high school and she wasn't in my bridal party so the girl was like, I thought you were friends with her. And this is like a year after my wedding, by the way. Like, yeah. this is not like it's been a year. And the girl was just like, I thought you were friends with her. And the girl goes like, yeah, she's my friend. She's like, but you weren't in her bridal party. Right. You and don't like, have to be. She's <laughs> like, yeah, that makes her relationship so much more special. She said that oh I wasn't going to do it. But it was funny to me because I was just like, oh, my God. Like, people are, like, even looking at that and being like, are you still friends with her? Because you were in on her wedding a year ago. Yeah. See, that's what I think is ridiculous. Like, why... It's just such drama. It's so much drama. Like, why can't you just be invited to the wedding and then just be content with that? Like, I I wouldn't be offended by anybody if that were the case. I, it, I don't know. What do you think? I don't think it's you should be offended. I mean, I told you the other day, like, it takes a lot of money and a lot of time to be in somebody's bridal party. It does, And yeah. I think girls don't realize that it. It's very commercialized nowadays that it mm-hmm. just seems fun, fun, and fun. Like, there's not... You don't realize it until you're in it. Yep. What it's going to take. And um, I have said multiple times now to other people that I'm not mm-hmm. super close with. And I tell them, like, I just don't have the time to put in... You know, th- a good answer will be, like, I'm sorry. Like, I really want to do it. But I honestly don't have the time to travel. I want to be in all your events. And... I don't have the time or economically well, like, in the position yeah. where I can just pay 100% attention and make this the best time you have. But I'll be there at your wedding. And me. I think that's completely fine to do. I mean, you can also always use the financial situation excuse if you really wanted to. Yeah, like, I don't... Or I don't you could just money. clearly say no. Like, yeah, like you don't no. want to be in the wedding. And, like, if that person gets mad at you because of that, like, you can tell them, I love you so, so much. I just... I can't do that right now because mm-hmm. it requires time and money and I don't have it. Yeah. And if that person gets mad at you, then that's not your real friend because whoever right. will understand. I would understand. Yeah, I totally I agree. And also it depends like the type of bride because there's brides that are like, okay, I'm good with anything. Like we can go anywhere for my bachelorette. And then you have brides that are like, I want to go this, to Cancun this. and I want to go to Mexico or like Scottsdale and you guys need to pay for this a thousand dollars a night yeah. place like yeah you were pretty you were pretty easy I was like hey is this good cool all right this is where we're going <laughs> I have like I have had friends that are literally like um that had experience with brides where they like book a very very expensive airbnb and like want them to have t-shirts and like this and that and the same like bathing suit for this activity and the bathing suit are like 75 Mm dollars and plus the house that you're spending and like they book it on a holiday weekend where the tickets are like skyrocketing for flights and yeah they don't think about that 
Yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's an expense. It definitely is. And I'm, you know, I'm in two upcoming weddings. And it's, like, the only other wedding that I was in before was yours. Mm -hmm. And even then, so, like, I feel like you guys did everything pretty low maintenance, I would say. Like, you guys kept other people in mind, like, for your wedding, which was great. Um, and like, you know, our dresses, you were like, Hey, black and get it from here. And we got to basically pick what we wanted. Same with price. Like it was great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just know that in the future, I'm going to make it so easy on myself and it'll be my sister and that's it. And my sister's also a really good planner and she's really artistic and stuff with, and creative with things like that. So I think that would be cool. Um, but I know that I'm gonna have more friends at, you know, my future wedding than family because I don't have a big family. And at the end of the day, the day is about you. Yeah, exactly. And, like, your future spouse. And your spouse, yeah. So nobody else should matter. I feel like a lot of people, I mean, I've been through it, and I feel like a lot of times you think about everybody else. What's everybody going to say? How everybody's going to feel? Why are they going to say about this or that or this? And mm-hmm. honestly... <laughs> it's your damn day. It doesn't fucking matter. They don't even care. They don't even care. They don't even care. Nobody noticed my whole, like, setup for my cake. Like, I didn't have a cake, but, like, my sweets table was fucked up. Completely fucked up. It wasn't how it was supposed to be. I was so upset. I mean, my brother did the setup, and it looked beautiful, like, at the end of the day. But it was not, like, what I thought it was going to be. I thought the screen... Oh, I thought it looked fine. I thought the screen, the circle screen that went behind it with, like, the Mrs. whatever... Mr. and Mrs., like, it was going to be bigger. That's going to fill the table. And then the mm-hmm. table that the venue gave was rectangular instead of circular. So, like, my vision was not it. But also, I changed venues one month before my wedding. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a crazy um, time. Thank God. And every single that vendor that I have was changed yeah. a month before my wedding. So, a lot of the details were not it. My dress didn't even got delivered yeah. to, like, two weeks before. Because it was from Hawaii, right? It was... Um, the store I bought it was from Hawaii, but they had a location in New Jersey, but the fabric they used for the dress was coming from Paris and it, because of COVID, it was so delayed Yeah. that basically I got it like a week before my wedding. And I still, to this day, I will say I would have made so many changes that I couldn't do because yeah. lack of time. Cause I didn't, I didn't love it. A lot of pieces were loose. They didn't fit me right. I was so, um, stressed that I was losing so much weight at mm-hmm. the time that like my trust kept like not fitting me every time I would go get a fit yeah <laughs> so it was just a lot and at the end of the day nobody told me like anything never negative if anything everybody said that it was like the funnest event they <laughs> were in that whole oh my year. god yeah I, I had a blast it was so much fun so if you're blooding a wedding out there <laughs> don't give a fuck about nothing like don't worry like i know you want to make it perfect but at the end of the day it should be about the person you're marrying it should be about your union nothing else but that right i i agree and you know you were saying about the details of the table like i didn't even notice it nobody like, did no one notices nobody those cares. little details unless you're in unless you have like some snob coming through your wedding like marking down everything and then you that shouldn't have that wrong you shouldn't have them that person has no life ever. right and honestly i spent eight hundred dollars on my wedding flowers like that's it mm-hmm. like that was our whole thing that we spent on it and i don't think anybody like we have plenty of flowers it was everything was beautiful like that's I don't great know, i wouldn't like i wouldn't spend more money i feel like we spend more than enough as we did but yeah you definitely did. honestly like it's just 
about you and like your union your marriage that's it like yeah. even people that choose not to have a wedding so smart <laughs> oh yeah save money too <laughs> so smart go buy a house yeah and well for i feel like some people get married for the wrong reasons too like because they want they, a wedding yeah because they want a wedding and they they see you know like they see things on social media and you know it, it should be done this way and it should be done this way and you're supposed to have this like do what you want to do do what makes you happy you know you don't have to please anybody else i mean i think a lot of people tend to have traditional weddings specifically for like their parents or for their family like and if you don't if you don't want a traditional wedding why do you have to I don't know. Well, half the time, parents are the ones paying for the wedding, so... I know, which blows my mind. Like, I would never expect my parents to pay for my whole wedding. I, I know that they definitely would probably help out. But even when they help out, people feel like, oh, I need to do this because my mom yeah, is helping out with this I amount guess. of money. So I need to do this this her way. Well, you could also just set boundaries and be like, hey, uh, you know maybe your parents pay for your wedding dress or they pay for the food or something and then you come to an agreement on I don't know but then again like they it's still, your dress like think, you can you I can think, pick your dress I think it oh, that's depends. just an example it just depends on the family yeah on people on the people <laughs> it's just like it is what it is like yeah. I ugh, I don't even know that's a whole nother topic right of, like family but I mean your parents should want you to like my if it was up to my mom. I would probably be in a princess gown that was, like, so puffy. Because that's, like, oh what her dream would have been. But obviously she wasn't, like, yeah pressuring me to wear that. My dress was pretty, like, simple and skin I tight. I loved it. So, like, yes, your parents are going to have opinions. But at the end of the day, my mom thought I was beautiful in whatever I was wearing. So it's just about having healthy relationships. Yeah boundaries boundaries for sure yeah your dress was gorgeous it was very your wedding was very classy i think well minus the dance (laughs) (laughs) minus the dance floor dude also for any anyone getting married out there if you are or you know getting married in the future if you are wanting people to you know dance and have fun at your wedding the bride needs to be the first one on the dance floor because i feel like you literally were the first one on the dance floor and everyone was like all right time to go let's get out there i love whereas if you weren't i know but if you weren't like i don't know when people would have started but you started immediately, and we literally danced the entire night. I literally night. rush every single yeah, activity <laughs> that was, like, to come. I was just like, I just won this over. Like, the garter toss, the bouquet toss, all of that. I was just like, go, 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 go. I, yeah. Like, I did it while everybody was having dinner because I just wanted to get it over with. So yeah. I could literally just party the night away. Because I know how much, like, this is what I will say. Like, as a bride or, like, a groom, you know how much you're being charged per hour to be in that location. Right. So in my head, I was like, okay, so if we have this many hours, I don't want to spend two hours, like, talking and, yeah. like, walking around and just doing nothing. Like, I don't want it to be boring for two hours so we can have two hours maybe of dancing. Yeah, I didn't think there was one boring part about your wedding. So it was, like, just, it was like- just so fun. And Tom... Oh my gosh, Tom, when we when you did the garter thing, uh, I was dying because I did not expect that from Tom at me all. Neither. And I have <laughs> I me took neither. a video of you guys and I'm like screaming like, "Yeah, Tommy!" 
should like we, going crazy. Should we post that on our Instagram so everybody can see it after oh this gosh. episode? Tom it was great. It was great. But um, he did a great job. But no, it should be like about you. And you know, like some people, that's not their like party. It's not their cup of tea. Like I know this couple that got married this weekend and they literally just wanted to go to a trampoline park as their reception that's so fun and um my friend was being their photographer so she was there and i was seeing it through her instagram uh this past weekend and i thought it was so fun they had the ceremony and then they just had a big party at sky zone and i was just like that's so unique so fun that's amazing i love that so it's whatever makes your heart do Get what home. you want to do. Well, obviously, you and your spouse, because it's a together thing. But, well, most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> the, the, uh, the groom or, you know, they don't even know. They don't even They care. just show up to the wedding and they're like, oh, this is nice. Like, I guess. It depends <laughs> on the person. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, do whatever. If you guys, you guys are becoming one, so you should be in agreement. So, whatever. Yeah, I agree. You want for fun, but... Yes, I guess those are our lessons for this episode. Lessons of today. All right, guys. Well, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like our podcast, download it so we can get our ratings up. Leave a little nice review here on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. I think you can do, um, star- you can like rate like stars on yeah. Spotify. Give us a five, a cinco, cinco. Maddie's trying her Spanish now after all last episode. Just kidding. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Everybody kept messaging me about you pronouncing Nicaragua on that episode. Nicaragua. <laughs> How did I pronounce it? Didn't I say it right? No, Nicar- you did. You Nicaragua. Did. You did. Nicaragua. It's just like, you know, it sounds like a white It's because I'm white. It. I'll say it's because I'm white. That's it. It's not like... Because they were comparing it like yours to like mine that I said Nicaragua. And yeah. you were like. Well, yeah, I'm white. Like, like I just can't. <laughs> but right. I was just laughing so hard. But it was, <laughs> it was a nice, nice time with you guys. Just don't forget to follow us and keep on listening to. Keep on listening. See you next week. Bye.